0: My name is Dominique Mass, and today I want to share a story about changing careers and changing life at 40. When I went to work one day in October 2017, I realized that something was off. I just didn't feel connected to myself and, and I thought about why that was. And I realized that I was no longer working towards something that was important to me. I wasn't alone but I felt lonely and it took me a while to realize that that off feeling or that feeling of discomfort uh, was really due to a disconnect between what I did and where I was and my values and maybe if you felt that disconnect you know exactly what I mean but I was rushing from one place to the next at work and one person to the next and one screen to the next and I was taking very little time for introspection and I clearly remember that one day I heard a comment about a part of my work and I stopped I was burnt out And now I was completely overwhelmed by the realization that I knew and had known for a while that it was time to leave this job. And it all clicked on that one day. For a few months now, I'd been saying that I had not been growing or learning. And I felt as though I was stagnant. I wasn't stimulated by my environment, by my bosses, by the leadership team and so there was no challenge for me and I just felt miserable and considering that my values are growth, challenge, inner peace and positivity, it was completely misaligned. And so the decision was made just like that in a second that I would move on. Of course as a school administrator it wouldn't have been fair for me to just leave. And also, it wouldn't have been possible because financially, I couldn't have done that. So, I let my bosses know that I would finish the school year and I would leave. And that would give me about six to eight months for me to plan my next steps. And I started telling people about my plan. And here are some of the comments I got. But how will you afford to live in New York City? Whoa, that's brave. I wish I could do this. With a sigh. How cool! I really hope this works out for you. Oh my god, you're just completely crazy. What the hell are you doing? And those are just a few of the comments I got. Because I was announcing to people that I would be leaving a comfortable six-figure salary job in education with 13 weeks of vacation per year to take the time to explore and decide what the next step was for me. And I just kept going. I started to save money. I moved from my lovely Brooklyn Heights apartment to a room in my friend's home. I cut down on travel, on eating out while I was still living a great life. I saved every little bit of money that I could. And my boyfriend was ever so supportive. He kept encouraging me, telling me to just go for it. And when my last day of work arrived and the horizon was fully clear, I stood with all those people I'd worked with for the past four years since arriving in New York City and I remember the tears just rolling down my cheeks because it's always so hard to leave a place or a job or a relationship and there's always that feeling of mourning because you know what you leave behind but you have no idea what you're looking towards. So here I was about to turn 40 No regular income, leaving a career I'd started building when I was 23, and a very vague idea of where I wanted to go, and I was terrified. But you know what? I was also excited, I was motivated, and I was ready to take on the world. And so today I want to share with you not just the struggles and the difficulties that I encountered, but also why it was key for me to let myself have the time to explore, to try... And to choose different paths and educate myself. Because when I left my job, my idea was very vague, right? I knew that I would become a certified yoga teacher and I wanted to use yoga as a tool in leadership workshops. So I talked to friends, and of course, everyone thought it was a wonderful idea. This is called confirmation bias, by the way, look it up. Um, But it's basically me looking for the answers I wanted to hear. And so I had everything, I, I put everything I had into developing those workshops. And I successfully piloted them, and I started to market them, and I talked to people around me, reached out to everyone I knew, and I was convinced that I had the winning formula. I started my executive coach training with the Neuro Leadership Institute. Everything was going awesome. Except that I was really starting to discover that actually teaching yoga asanas or poses and including them in the workshop was actually not something I loved. And can I just say, ouch, <laughs> there was such a slap in the face because I'd invested so much, not only money, but also time in my yoga certification. I'd spent, you know, the, the whole summer practice teaching. And so I had to love it, right? But I didn't. And so one day I remembered saying to my friend Christina, That actually while yoga was an intrinsic part of me, I didn't in fact love teaching it. And while articulating that was a liberating thing to say, there is such a thing as sunk cost fallacy and I was torn. I'd spent so much time marketing and talking about those workshops and I just felt like I had to keep going. But the reality of it is this, I did not have to do anything. And it took me a while to understand it. So as I talked to others and I reflected and I was coached around this, I started to change my mindset. And I started to not only recognize but also really accept that it was okay for me to move on and let go of this idea even though I had spent that much time working on it. And so I started focusing on the things that made me happy. And coaching and leading small group workshops was really something that just I thrived on. I I remember designing those workshops and feeling so good about myself. And the moment that I realized this and when I let myself go and just really be with what I loved is when Lead with a Twist, my company, started to truly blossom. And so I kept some aspects of yoga that resonated more with me, things like yoga nidra, the breathing, meditation. And at the same time, I started new ideas. I started exploring, working with a coach, talking to everyone and anyone to learn and grow. And having worked in education my whole life, of course, I had been sheltered and I knew nothing about running a business. Or um, in fact, I knew nothing about the real world outside of a school. But I started to open up to all opportunities that would come my way. I went to networking events, I took webinars, I read everything. I joined an incredible, incredible network of women called dreamers and doers who supported me, who rooted for me, who shared and helped me along the way. And all of this stimulation just gave me wings. And I was suddenly really exploring. I was learning, I was educating myself, And this is where the magic happened. And this is when everything fell into place. And I felt that I was truly free and authentic to myself. And today, all I can say is that I'm in a wonderful place. Um, I have just enough structure and just enough freedom to explore. Some of my fears have disappeared and others have replaced them. But... This is where the magic happens, right? When I've I've pushed myself and I continue to push myself and I realize that every single day when I try something new, when I create a new workshop and try it with a new company that I haven't worked with before or a new person, that's where my growth happens. And so... What I can say is that during this whole year, I worked tirelessly. I tried, I failed, I tried, I failed again. I organized workshops that no one came to. I rented spaces for nothing. I spent money, I spent energy planning for nothing. And I got great positive feedback and concrete, constructive feedback. I reflected on it all. I reflected on my failures. And I'm going to put that in quotation marks because I like to think that Nothing is a failure, right? It's just an idea that didn't work. But as I said, I took every opportunity I had to educate myself. Um, And I learned so much. And I learned to ask for help, reluctantly, I have to say. I'm still working on that one. I learned to put myself out there. I learned to own that I'm a coach, that I am a workshop leader, designer, facilitator, I learned to trust that I am an individual and that I shouldn't try to do what others do. I learned to say no, set boundaries. I learned that it's okay um, to say that I couldn't afford to go out to dinner because I had no salary coming in. And I could list so many more things about what I learned. But I just hope that this is helping you to realize that, you know, nothing comes easy we do have to work at things but it's okay that's when that's when we change and that's when we grow and so so many of my fears were based on what others might think right I might disappoint others um, but my own fulfillment comes from knowing that I'm being authentic to myself. And so I want to go back to those values I mentioned at the beginning of this story. And I use them every single day to help guide all of my decisions. And through them, I know that I'm actually fulfilling my purpose of helping others, of supporting others own their own story. And uh, there's so much satisfaction in that. So I want to leave you with this quote by Dr. Seuss, because I think it's just the most wonderful words that anyone could have ever written. You have brains in your head and feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself any direction you choose. So I hope that you'll contact me. I'd love to hear your story in return. Um, And I hope that this was helpful for you if you're thinking about changing your career, changing your life. And even if you're 40, 50, 60, it doesn't matter. You can do this. What I have learned from sharing my story is that it's so important to reflect and realize our common humanity. As I prepared this, I could think of so many others whose stories have inspired me. And with the hindsight, I can see the similarities with my own story. And so I think two things come to mind. The first one is celebrating small achievements, right? Small accomplishments. Because as I went along, it was really hard for me to realize just how much I was actually doing. And so lots of people have said that to me before. Oh, but look back, look back. And really it's when you do look back that you realize. And so the second thing that comes to mind is this idea that our stories are so similar to each other's, right? The feelings, the sensations. And yet we think that they're only happening to us. And so I'm happy to realize that many of my own heroes went through the same things that I went through. And so I hope that it can be inspiring for others as well. My biggest dream I think at the moment is uh, creating a a big retreat space, maybe in Costa Rica or somewhere nice and warm for sure, near a surf beach, so that people can come to a beautiful spot, be coached, reflect, take care of themselves, and at the same time, learn something new, go into the ocean, be uh, in the water and learn to surf. So stay tuned, it's going to happen. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.